everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter, that is Tara, and we are going to talk about The Twilight Zone Season 2, Episode 19. It is called Mr. Dingle the Strong. So full spoilers for the episode. As always, this episode features a schlub of a man, uh, a regular old, old, well, not old, yeah. I just think of Buster Meredith, who plays the character as being an old man all the time because I just know him from Rocky, <laughs> but... Uh, he's, you know, he's this sort of middle-aged guy who is very weak, is picked on a lot at the bar. Uh, he he is a vacuum salesman who isn't very good at his job, and he's a bit of a dweeb. So a couple of aliens from Mars decide, to, <laughs> as an experiment, just for a laugh, to give him some super strength. Uh, the strength of 300 men, to be specific. And it's about him exploring his newfound strength and how it changes his life and what he does with that strength. And then there's a really weird extra element at the end with more aliens, which we'll get into. Uh, so Tara, how did you feel about Mr. Dingle the Strong? This episode was super goofy and I kind of really enjoyed it. It doesn't have very high ratings, I don't think, but I mean, it's it's never not fun to watch Burgess Meredith. No. And he's definitely playing this like a cartoon. The way yeah. he reacts to things, the way he kind of at first like feels different, or or even just before he gets his powers, he starts like stammering a lot because he's really nervous and like they're, they're cartoon characters. There's like people, yeah. adults this age do not act like this. <laughs> and Don Rickles is in it, so you kind of know what you're getting. It's definitely a comedy sure. episode. Yeah, I I like it. I think it's all right. Yeah, it's, it's okay. It's kind of, it's not, it's not like a super, it's like memorable episode. I don't think it's got much of a message, just beyond a critique of, you know, Maybe raw humans. Bullying? I don't know. I don't think that's a critique. That's a, I don't think there is a critique of bullying because I feel like, even the, the by the end of the episode, we kind of see. Burgess Meredith's character is being kind of in the wrong as well for what he does with his powers. Mm-hmm. So, but also that the aliens are kind of doing the same thing that they're accusing him of. That's true. Yeah, there's a hypocrisy at play. Because uh, <laughs> the weird thing, so so the aliens they come in and give him the power. They're invisible to the humans. They don't see them, right? But we see them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we are humans, but we're humans outside of the TV show. I'm just uh, looking up something real quick. Do you know? Do you watch The Simpsons? I have seen The Simpsons in the past. It's been a long Did time. These, Kang and Kodos. Do they remind you of these aliens at all? <laughs> uh, I, I, I maybe the best on this. A little okay, so it's a little yeah. Obviously, it's not the same because they're like tentacle aliens, yeah. but they're like two heads basically that are <laughs> that talk like these aliens. They both have little like things that come I, out of their heads. I can see the comparison because uh, the 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 joined that they're in like one sort of unit and. You get the impression because they're sort of wheeling through the scene, right? You don't, you don't see any wheels, but they're sort of like... It's, no, they look ridiculous. There's clearly <laughs> wheels at the base of this thing, which is essentially, I assume, a table where they're both kneeling on the table and their heads mm-hmm. are both sticking up through a thing. What really stuck out to me is they've got Spock ears, but instead they're of... they made of hair. Yeah, it's, it's like... <laughs> it's like instead of makeup for the pointy ears, it's just hair that's pointing back the way. It's it's, <laughs> it's an interesting choice. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> So, they they give him this super strength, and then we'll get to what actually happens throughout the episode, but I just want to talk about the aliens just now. At the end of the episode, they just show up and sort of take the strength away again uh, to 
and end the experiment they basically say ah oh, human beings you know we give him the strength of you know 300 men and all he does with it is show off and try to make money with it he doesn't do anything important so basically they're disappointed that he didn't become he, a superhero he, i think they're uh, yeah they're disappointed that he was exploiting the powers for entertainment purposes yes. but that's exactly what they're doing with him they, they wanted him <laughs> to become superman and he instead just went i can make a quick buck off of this uh yeah but so out of nowhere these these two i I thought it was like children of the same species because these two kids Mm -hmm. came in and they were separated they weren't like joined together but it had very similar kind of overall feel to them they had they had antennas with eyes at the end of them and they came in and they they don't even know the other aliens because the aliens that are joined who we we find out in a minute are the martians right they go hey what are you doing here who are you it's like oh we're from venus where are you from oh we're from mars oh yeah we were studying on this this human over here he's they call him a what was his character's name a, a dingle they, they call him a dingle <laughs> and and they basically say what they've done to him and the, the venus the venusonians i don't know what you venusians venusians <laughs> the venetian <laughs> the venetian aliens uh they decide to do their experiment on him next so the episode ends with uh burgess meredith instead of having super strength, having a super brain, and he starts predicting who's going to hit what in the baseball game, and like, oh, this last one guy's going to hit a home run because of these factors and whatnot. Yeah, so presumably he's going to do the exact same thing. Yeah, so he's going to use... Abilities. Well, I mean, even these two characters he's talking to, what the, the two that were bullying him at the start, they are... One's a bookie and the other one's like a gambling addict. <laughs> so I feel like yeah. he's going to go make some bets is the, the, <laughs> the gist of what I'm getting here. But it's such a rant. Like, see when the other little like, because it's, it's obviously two kids who are playing them. Uh, when the two kids came in, is the, and then they say they're from Venus, and the other two are from, oh, we're from Mars. I was like, what is this episode? It's it's yeah. almost like the end of uh, the Monsters of Dew and Maple Street, but with this weird extra like two aliens from different planets bumping into each other, going, oh, you're here making fun of the humans? Yeah, us too. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it fun to mess with them? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's the most interesting part of the episode. I mean. The, the middle portion, which is Mr. Dingle getting his strength. Yeah, lifting it, lots of things. It's breaking a lot, things. It's a lot of, you know, well, some of them are okay, but some of them are a little bit goofy. Like, see when he lifts up the bench in the park with the, the mother sitting on top of it? Like, yeah. Maybe this wasn't noticeable in the original version when it was broadcast, but in HD, the, the remaster, you can see all four strings on the thing. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, the, the statue, too, is clearly, like, swinging around. Yeah. Oh, it's a shame he's not... I actually, I kind of had a sort of uh, a modern day contextual chuckle at this because obviously we're, there's you know various stories of statues being toppled right now, and I, I actually thought, oh, it's a shame he's not around for that because he did that quite easily. He just sort of picked it up and yeah, yeah. did a pose, easy peasy. Uh, so yeah, I mean most of that stuff. I mean there was a crushed alarm clock. Yep. Which we I'm glad they got to use that prop more than once. I, I'm going to assume there was like five of them sitting there for multiple takes and there was one left over and that's why Rod Selling did that for these little teas at the end that's, that's my guess uh, actually something that is kind of unique about this episode is that Rod Selling has a two-part intro because he intros like as he always does and he says here's this character at the bar here's this other character at the bar and then he goes and here's Mr. Dingle and he explains all the characters and then the scene plays out and we get this whole fairly extended scene of the two guys arguing over the baseball game mm-hmm. and then bringing Dingle into it and then you know don rickles punches him and then punches don him. rickles is so mean to him oh he's a complete <laughs> he's dick just in this so episode quick to punch uh, I, don't know, I don't know why bridges meredith keeps coming back to this bar he he, he keeps getting angry he, that he, he also was told we all he also tells 
us that he punched him last week too so yes. why would he come back and he punches him twice this episode he he also tells us uh basically that he doesn't like being contradicted and that's why he keeps punching him and it's like well stop asking him questions <laughs> like you literally bring him into the conversation he's not even butting in because he hears you make a mistake you go over and ask him is this right or wrong and he says it's wrong and then you punch him for it, it it's, it's, I, I don't know if it's quite entrapment, but yeah. it's, it's, uh... I mean, honestly, it's considered an honor to be attacked by John Rickles, but usually, you know, he does it with words. Mm-hmm. Yes. In his famous roast. It, I mean, let's be honest, it's a goofy comedy episode at its oh, core. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's what it is. But as far as the goofy comedy episodes go, I did kind of have a decent time with this one. It's not... Yeah. It, I I think it's because of Burgess Meredith. He's just really fun to watch. It probably is. Um, that said, my favorite part is the ending where all the what the hell's happening with these aliens. Like this is just yeah. so. As soon as the aliens show up and they're having like this this regular scene, and then there's the, the two conjoined aliens in the background the whole time. It's so silly to look at. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean yeah. it. It doesn't shy away from the goof. <laughs> Not at all. Right from the beginning. Not at all. We. I mean, yeah, we have. Do- he rips off the door at one point. He lifts up. Uh, I actually did, did a decent job with the, the car toppling over because at one point he like, like he, he sort of like leans against the car and the car kind of. I mean, the physics don't really quite make sense, but it it looked good in terms of like because the, the head parts of the car, so you could only see yeah. like some of it, and it looked it looked alright. Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily necessarily understand though why with his super strength he was ripping off doors when he goes to open them because. Like, is he not actually pressing the mechanism to, like, release the thing so that it actually opens? Like, because w- because when he goes through the car door, he just rips it off at the handle as soon as he, he goes to move it. Surely, if you've got super strength, it would still open normally to begin with, and then you'd just go too far past the hinges, and then you'd rip it off as you like open it all the way. That's where you'd rip it open Well, those little cars, strength. yeah, you have to... It, it is, a like, a sideways hinge. Like... Uh, old refrigerators have that too that you pull out and there would be some kind of restriction before the door will open yeah, so he's... maybe he's just anticipating that restriction so he just pulls too far automatically I guess but he's used these doors before he knows he's, he's supposed to like you know <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't know, I don't know it's, just... it's, it's camp it's fun it's a fun episode yeah, no, I agree. I, I had decent fun with it. I'm just, you know, mm-hmm. if we're going to talk about it, I'm going to point out the little silly, you know, logic holes in it. Uh, I like the football effect when he, he throws a football to some kids that are also bullying him. Yes, and it's... it's just like a cartoon of a white football going, I don't know, like, I think through Maple Street. Yeah, it flies through the sky and then he ends up going into some guy's house. Uh, so here's, here's and through the door. Yeah, here's my question. So he ends up back at the bar, and there's like a news reporter crew coming because when he's in the in the park doing the statue thing, this uh, reporter's over talking to him. So this TV cameraman comes down, and uh, the, the, uh, and I thought it was interesting that the TV camera is a studio camera. I don't know why that's the case, yeah. but whatever. Uh, maybe he looks what... like um, I think it's the same actor from the uh, the mannequin episode. Oh, the guy, I'm not sure. He plays the TV reporter. Uh, you could be right. But, uh, so here's the thing. So there's a bit of a crowd, right, of reporters and whatnot. And they're asking him to prove his strength. And he, like, smashes a table in half. He rips a stool out of the floor. He does a bunch of different things. 
Mm-hmm. And then this is when the aliens show up and say, you know what, we're going to take these powers away in 30 seconds because all he's doing is using them for pointless exhibition. This is, this is you know, a laughing stock, these pesky humans. So he's, he's so he, as when his power runs out, he's claiming that he's going to lift up the whole building by just, like, you know, moving his hands up at the ceiling. And he sort of, like, breaks one of the beams in half, which, by the way, if I was this bar owner, I'd be pissed at all this. <laughs> he's ripping his stools out, he's breaking tables, it's all... I mean, he asked for permission. I mean, that's true. <laughs> But basically, his power goes away, and then he tries to do some of the things he's already done. He tries to rip off a stool, he tries to smash a table, and it doesn't work. And they all start laughing, saying, you're a fake, you're a fake, and they leave. And I thought, wait a minute. You saw him do all those things in the first place, though. It's not like it erases the fact that you just saw all these things. Like, <laughs> what did you think the first three attempts were that all succeeded? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This interesting bit of trivia also, that one of their sponsors was a cigarette company, so like, everybody in the scene is smoking <laughs> mm. i don't know if you noticed that there's a lot of cigarette smoke in this episode um i didn't but i mean i think i'm just used to serling smoking like all the time so yeah uh it never it never caught me by surprise i suppose uh, i noticed it in the in the scene in the bar with the crowd because like a lot of people were just smoking mm. but turns out it's because uh, their sponsor wanted an extra boost <laughs> Definitely of a different era because you can't do that yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. So surprised the alien children weren't smoking. Also. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, I mean, that's basically the episode. I mean, it's 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 a it's a lighthearted. It's kind of goofy. Like, if you don't like this one, I can't really blame you. I can't really tell you that you should like it if you don't. No. It, like I get it. There's there's no real like standout message or moral or cautionary tale. It's just. Or- it's just kind of fun. Uh, yeah, or even much of an atmosphere, really. It's, it's it's there to play for the jokes. and I agree with what you said earlier. It's a cartoon. It's, yeah, it's a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. best way to put it. It's a, it's a cartoon of an episode. Uh, but it's an okay cartoon of an episode, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, they, they don't always, you know, get comedy right in the show, but I think this one worked. So, hmm. so uh, unfortunately, next time we've got a videotape episode, I, I recognise that that, that look immediately when Rod Selling showed up at the end to tell us about Static, which is... Uh, here's a description on IMDb. Uh, an old radio is taking bitter bachelor Ed Lindsay back to a happier time before what he considers a worthless tripe on television when he starts picking up radio programmes from the 1930s and 40s. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've seen this one. I actually watched it pretty recently. I was oh, really? visiting my parents, and of all things, they were watching The Twilight Zone, and this episode was on. Interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, don't remember this one. What's funny is that the way Rod Selling described it is that it sounded like he was going to you know, find some stuff on some channels that aren't supposed to be there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but reading that description, I'm like, oh, so it's basically going to do just a different take on The the Walking Distance or yeah. the, the actor one. Trip. Yeah, the actor one that we we talked about, you know, mm-hmm. earlier this season. So, yeah, uh, I mean, it's, it's a thing they've done a couple of times. Uh, it seems like it's all, you know, usually is okay. Uh, sometimes great. So we'll see how this one pans out. Um, but is this the second last videotape episode? I think it is. You're so worried. I am, because they, they look like shit. <laughs> I, I need them to be done so that I don't have to worry about it anymore. 
but that's the one that's coming up next. Uh, you can let us know what you thought of this one in the comments below. You can like and subscribe. Liking is really important because it means YouTube will recommend us out to more people. Uh, so please do that. You can also, of course, support us financially. Where, Tara? That's right. If you are a fan of what we do and you want to support us, why check out our Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash TV. And if you donate as low as $1 per month, you will get access to these Twilight Zone reviews one week early. And if you donate $5 per month, you will get to vote on other things that we do, what we watch every month. So if you're a fan of science fiction, check out our Atomic Cinema Experiment, which is our science fiction movie review. I'm so tense right now. Also, did you did you say they get early access at $1? Um, I did. I lied. <laughs> I wasn't really, I'll be honest, I wasn't really listening, and I heard just the end of your sentence, and then you said, and the $5, I'm like, wait, didn't you just say all the access? <laughs> You're right. Early access is at $5. Yes. One day I'll get this right. But, yeah, I think that's good, so, um, thank you. <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> yeah, so thank you guys on uh, Twitter at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates and whatnot. Uh, Can you believe yes. that Peter actually asked me to intro? It's, <laughs> it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Maybe, maybe I'll make it a goal on the stream. If you can't make a train wreck right from the beginning. All right. <laughs> yeah, save it for the end. Uh, maybe maybe I'll make a goal when I'm a stream to something. If I've had a certain amount, uh, Tara will then intro like, the next 10 Twilight Zone episodes. No, I <laughs> don't approve of this. <laughs> it should be like, hey everyone, welcome <laughs> to the Twilight Zone. <laughs> to screams after, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, as us. Thank you very much once again for watching or listening. We all appreciate it. Keep watching television, guys, in the Twilight Zone.